0: This is Ryan Weber, and here's another episode of the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. Welcome back to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast with me, Ryan Weber, and my lovely wife, Tiffany Weber.
1: I was going to try to jump in and say, "I'm Ryan Weber."
0: You're not, but because I you am. beat me to it. So yeah.
1: we are back. If you listened to last week's episode. Um, the white claw saga continues, Ryan's.
0: I'm getting ready to crack open number two.
1: So, um, and still, All right, don't- so
0: before we get started, let's, let's talk about white claws. One, I love them. So I want you to go onto the Instagrams and I want you to shoot me a little DM message. If you're into seltzers, cause I, I really like seltzers. What's your favorite seltzer? Is it white claw? Is there a different seltzer that you like? At Ryan Weber Marketing, let me know because I want to know your <laughs> seltzers because if you didn't listen to the last episode as well, I have a new podcast studio. I have a new studio in general for my my work.
1: It is much more comfortable, which <laughs> is why he's got his feet up on the coffee table yes. with a white cloth. But
0: I supply, I don't supply, I stock my refrigerator with some beverages so people can loosen up because when they're on video or podcast, sometimes they're a little tight.
1: Actually, I've never seen anyone do that here, but what it is nice for is after you're done, you're kicking back after a long day, you and your clients just hanging out, want to talk business. Sometimes
0: I need them to relax a little bit, so I let them have a little White Claw, maybe a little <laughs> sip of wine, ben, which leads us into our topic today.
1: I want to put on record, Ben Thomas and I have never once needed a White Claw or any other beverage to loosen up for our videos. I don't
0: need them, but <laughs> I have don't. clients that do. They've requested them early in the morning, like 9 a.m. shoot. So, like, can I have a glass of wine? Sure. Go for it. <laughs> Fine with me.
1: You're not driving.
0: I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Don't drink and drive, folks. I know a lawyer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but today, on the subject of wine, we are talking about the hidden bin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys.
0: This is my favorite, in case you were wondering. Raspberry White Claw. If anyone wants to supply the... um what did I name this? The podcast. The podcast uh, Paradise. I was going to say the podcast Premium, so Paradise. Um,
1: but yeah. thankfully, at the Hidden Bin, you will not find White Claw. Just great wines.
0: You don't know that.
1: Yes, I do. We've been there a number of times. Um, Grady has got really high standards, and he does not. <laughs> so
0: I'm disappointed he doesn't have claws.
1: He does not. Um Unless something's changed since we were there two weeks ago. We are specifically wanting to talk about an event that we went to at Hidden Bin. Um, Grady put on a wine tasting.
0: So Hidden Bin is located over on Langtree, next mm-hmm. to Table 31. And I I think they're the same owners. If they're, they're not affiliated. the same owners, they're affiliated in some way, shape, or form. And, and
1: Right across the breezeway from each
0: other. Through the breezeway, you go into Hidden Bin. A lot of people don't even know it exists. It's that little wine place next to... Uh, table 31 Grady is the manager there Grady runs runs that place
1: Grady runs wine
0: right Grady equals wine
1: in my mind at least (laughs) but he put on this really great wine tasting event Um, I guess he did one for Valentine's Day we were not around for that but we did go the following weekend Um, and it was five wines if I remember correctly and you could order... We didn't
0: follow the rules because Ben Thomas. That's what happened. I
1: followed the rules because I'm a rule follower. No. Ben Thomas did not follow the rules, but the rest of us did. At least I did. But you could order dinner from Table 31. Their wait staff comes over to Hidden Ben regularly. And Pretty much any night you're over there, you could order from Table 31 for dinner. Um, but they served you at Hidden Ben and Chef Grady... He uh, paired the wines. Of course, he's great at coming around and teaching you about the different wines, but it was five different glasses starting with something bubbly and continuing on through different whites and reds. Ending with one of our favorites, Overture, That's which right. is Baby Opus.
0: That's a well, lovely red wine. It's Opus. It's just like for us people that can't afford like Opus 1, which is... If if you want to celebrate one night, I would suggest going to get Opus One. If you want to celebrate like something good, but maybe uh, not like a really really good thing, just try Overture,
1: which is still a pretty big celebration. <laughs> pretty line.
0: pretty big celebration.
1: But that was kind of the culmination, and I really enjoyed it. I, I thought Grady did a great job. He he's so good at educating you, not in the traditional, um, bore your head off about wine, but things that are actually relevant or will hold your interest or things that will help you remember wines that you like. And I'm not sure if that's his intent. It probably is because he's smart like that, but you know, whenever he tells me something about a wine or tells me a new wine that I wasn't familiar with, some of the little facts that he gives help me remember, you know, for example, if I don't remember the wine, I can go back in and say, Grady, it's that wine you told me about that's from so and so, and the winemakers are blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, so he does a good job at not being like, it's um, got a little tobacco taste and a little, you know, a little ketchup on the back of your tongue. He doesn't do much (laughs) of that. It's more of like, oh, yeah, this one was made with Johnny over here when he was walking around with no shoes on. And so that's why they called it No Shoes Johnny Wine, winemaking. That That's more of how he <laughs> describes the wine. And I'm like, all right, I'll remember that. Am I right or am I right?
1: That's, yeah, that's really accurate. That's <laughs> what helps me remember. <laughs> and he learns your palate too. I mean, if you're in there enough, even if you're not in there enough, he can ask you a few simple questions and make a stellar recommendation. He hasn't
0: recommended any White Claws to me yet.
1: Because you're there for wine. <laughs> But just with a few simple questions, he'll bring out a wine that you never would have picked up off of the shelf. At least this is how it's been in my experience. Never would have picked that wine up off the shelf. But when I try it, I'm thinking, goodness, this might be a contender for top favorite ever. So I appreciate that he does that. Um, Ryan, what do you think about the tasting? Any wines that really stood out to you or what do you think about the format?
0: I like it. Um, I always like a wine tasting. So I'm... I don't like the even
1: the five dollar or six dollar wine it doesn't tasting matter days. To me. At I love crafty a, beer yeah, guys.
0: I love a wine tasting.
1: That was our intro to wine. Yeah. Really, we didn't really drink wine until we started doing those like six dollar yeah. tastings.
0: I will go to any wine tasting. It doesn't matter if it's the. Five hundred dollar bottles or a five dollar bottle. It
1: could be herb, ertlinger, fruit wine. If you've I don't ever know seen Shits Creek. I'm, I'm going. Yes, you do. Shits Creek. When, oh yeah. When yeah. Mora's saying Herb Ertlinger. Yeah. So it could be that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going. doing the tasting.
0: Like I'm doing a tasting. Why? Because I, I like a sampler. Like yeah. got, I'm a sample platter guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like them because I traditionally think of myself as a only really liking a certain kind of wine. But that's not true. I try these other wines at wine tasting. That's how tastings. I learned
0: that I like a Gewürztraminer.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's the
0: only white that I really like.
1: Yeah, and there are certain reds that I really enjoy that I never would have. I just assumed I'm, I'm a white wine drinker and everybody can roast me for it the rest of my life. But no, I do like red wine. I just need to ease into it. Or there's certain ones that I like better than others. Unfortunately... When someone hands you a, a glass of overture,
0: yeah, that's you're good. gonna like that one. Yeah.
1: So I wish I'd found something before that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I really liked. But no, there are plenty of um like wines at all price points.
0: And Grady just does a good job of like understanding what you're looking for. Like he'll ask you, what's your price point? What do you like? Mm-hmm. What do you not like? What do you think you like? And he'll be like, Oh, he'll he'll be able to understand what you actually like versus what you think you like. So, you know, someone will come in and say they think they like a certain thing. And be, well, try this. And it's like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. What's that? And it's not anywhere near what they thought they were going to buy. He
1: definitely is the reason I fell in love with Chenin Blanc. I um, probably would have eventually started drinking it myself, but it would have taken me a lot longer. You know, I was trying to find interesting lights, especially when I was in Invisalign. Shout out, Lineburger, Ortho. Um, for two years, that I didn't really want to do
0: one on Matt. We need to get Matt in here. Dr. Matt. Dr. Matt, we're going to um, shout you out and you're going to come in and do a podcast. But
1: when service. I was in Invisalign, I didn't want to drink red wine because someone I didn't. told me
0: today that I needed to talk to him anyway, <laughs> just to like hang out with him.
1: Well, he, every time I've talked to him, he's been pretty cool. But trying to avoid red wine for a lot of reasons. So I wanted interesting whites, and he, it, Grady, is the reason I started drinking Chenin Blanc, which I love. So I appreciate that about him because he broadens your horizons.
0: He's just a horizon broadener. I mean, plus you get the benefit. Most wine places, there's not food and you just have those little cheese boards or hors d'oeuvres or something. You get the benefit of the entire restaurant next door.
1: Which is a plus.
0: It's a good restaurant. It, and we, it we're is. not going to do a deep dive. We'll do that later.
1: We'll do that later. That's right.
0: Trust me, we will get into that restaurant to be named later, which we've already named. But But, we will.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you'll, I mean, it's definitely convenient to to be able to go somewhere when you're intending to have a couple drinks of wine or, you know, just hang out. You're going to get hungry. And it's so much easier to just order from next door than have to figure out Oh, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, what if your your day drinking turns into evening drinking? You're going to be hungry.
0: That's a problem. Yeah. That's a big Sit out problem. in that
1: breezeway, and they'll bring some food over to you.
0: And I think that Langtree area is pretty cool. Like, I think it's still growing, but I think it's going to be something down the road in three, five years that's going to be really, really interesting for people to, uh, you know, possibly even do, like, a whole day over there. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of interesting unique spots and businesses that are coming
1: now one thing I want to make sure to give Grady a pat on the back for is that throughout this whole time of the COVID-19 restrictions and precautions he has done a really excellent job keeping restrictions in place he's constantly um in a nice way, making sure that the restrictions are followed, the guidelines are followed, but not in a way that makes you feel um, like big brother is watching. It just, you understand that he's trying to keep you safe. He's trying to keep everyone that works there safe so that we can continue being able to do this. So, you know, they're following all the capacity rules and the distance between the tables. And I just appreciate that he takes the extra care to be I don't want to say strict about it because I don't want that to sound like a bad word, but he's compliant and I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. He's a good dude. He really is. I like going and seeing him. I like hanging out with him. He's, uh, he's always super nice. And once he's always got a new story of a new wine or a different wine. And <laughs> it's always funny when we go with Ben, because, you know, Ben has. Ben only
1: drinks certain stuff. He's got a refined palate.
0: I, I don't know about that. He's picky. We're going to go with picky. It's
1: a refined palate is what I said.
0: <laughs> but he'll always bring Ben to the back and be like, hey, I got this on special. I only got two two bottles or two <laughs> cases. You want some? And Ben's like, what's well, Grady trying to sell me now? <laughs> but and guess what he goes home with? Yep. He'll always go home with it because it's something he knows that Ben wants. And, yeah. and it's like He's known perfect. Ben a long yeah. time.
1: So he knows his taste almost as well as Ben does.
0: Yeah. Well, cool guys. Um, we highly suggest. I mean, we go over there all the time. Like a lot of Friday nights, that's uh, typically where we end up, or a Saturday night because it's mm. just a nice,
1: great for, date night spot. Yeah, Love to support local,
0: relax, laid back, mm. and you can get dinner at the same time.
1: Really convenient to get to.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, let us know if you head on over to Hidden Bin. Tag us on Instagram when you go at Ryan Weber Marketing at. La with Tiff
1: at Ben Thomas, 57, <laughs> although he has zero posts and he still him. has not approved my follow request from three years ago. Um, I don't know.
0: And don't forget, make sure you give us a review on Apple, Apple podcasts. Yeah. I'm trying to go on here and see if we have any. We have, we have some reviews. Oh no. But nobody's written anything. Write me something on, eh, if you write me something on Apple Podcast, I'll read it in, not the next episode, because we're getting ready to record that one, but the following episode.
1: We should do one of those, if you made it this far, comment so-and-so in your, whatever, in your review. Yeah. Comment the podcast paradise in your review. Yeah, if you, you made, made it this far. far,
0: you probably need to, like, comment White Claw. All right. <laughs> okay, Bye.